0: Thank you for joining me this Friday the 17th of February, I'm Grady Bull Market Analyst with Bell Direct and this is the weekly market update. While reporting season ramped up into full swing this week with over 40 companies releasing first-half results that caused mixed reaction amongst investors given the mixed results against expectations and a number of common themes have also been identified relating to company performances throughout the first half of this financial year. For the big banks this reporting season, the focus from a broker and investor perspective has been on net interest margin, or the amount they generate from lending money out versus the interest they pay on deposits, and the provision for doubtful debts, as the key indicators of performance expectation heading into the second half of FY23. If margin expansion has moderated or stagnated, the banks will have to find other sources of revenue and in a time where loan originations are expected to slow down, investors fear headwinds for the financial sector. CBA was the first big bank to release first-half results this week, including first-half cash earnings which came in line with expectations or consensus expectations of $5.153 billion, but that was just short of city expectations. For the half, the leading retail bank reported the net interest margin rose 18 basis points to 2.1%, but this appears to have been a peak in NIM that occurred late in 2022. CBA reported its allocation to provision for doubtful debts was slightly lower on the prior corresponding period at $5.5 billion, down from $5.9 billion. Investors weren't impressed on Wednesday, though, with CBA's share price ending the day down over 6%. NAB also reported this week with Q1 cash earnings of $2.15 billion which beat city expectations by 4% and beat consensus by around 7%. Looking at the net interest margin for the quarter of NAB, NAB reported NIM expanded by 12 basis points to 1.79%. Interestingly, later this week, Treasurer Jim Chalmers demanded for the big banks to pass rate hikes onto savers as quickly as they do homeowners, after announcing the details of an ACCC inquiry into how banks treat deposit accounts. Stepping away from the big banks, West Farmers released a very strong first half result this week, buoyed by solid growth for its Kmart brand, with an increase of 114% in EBIT. And West Farmers' chemicals, energy, and fertilizers revenue jumped 30.2% to $1.4 billion. But the company's catch business softened to report a $108 million loss. Overall, investors were very impressed with West Farmer's results, sending West Farmer's share price up 1.8% on the day the results were released. On the mining front, 2022 darling stock Whitehaven Coal reported first-half results this week that caused investors to sell out of the company despite a 423% jump in profit to $1.782 billion. For the half, Whitehaven Coal reported cash generation from operations of $2.5 billion up from $567.4 million in the first half of FY22. Net cash balance was 2. percent 5 billion dollars and the company announced a fully franked interim dividend up 300 percent to 32 cents per share. WHC shares closed lower following the release of the results as investors responded to the company's results especially on the dividend front which fell short of consensus expectations. With another week of reporting season set for next week investors will be eagerly awaiting the final company announcements before assessing how they will adjust their portfolios. Locally from Monday to Thursday the ASX fell 0.31% weighed down by US CPI data and investor reaction to reporting season results. Investor appetite for growth stocks further strengthened this week following the release of unemployment data in Australia in hopes of a slowdown to come in rate hikes out of the RBA. Over the week, investors sharply sold out of financial stocks following the release of half-year results. The winning stocks from Monday to Thursday were led by Sonic Healthcare, adding 15.36% on the back of releasing strong first-half results, while GUD Holdings rallied 14.81% and Aurora added 14.04%. On the losing end of the week, the ASX 200, I mean, Star Entertainment Group fell 21.6% after releasing preliminary results and a trading update, while AMP and Brain Chip each fell 13.7% and 11.2% respectively. Taking a look at the All Lords, Sierra Retail rallied 20%, Ordinate Group added 18.13% and Dubbercorp rallied 15.94%. On the losing end of the All Lords Pantoro fell 32.95 percent. Temple and Webster fell 28.32 percent on weaker than expected first half results, and Newx fell over 27 percent from Monday to Thursday. The most traded stocks by Belderet clients from Monday to Thursday were AMP, Star Entertainment Group, Pilbara Minerals, Centuria Capital, CBA, Beach Energy, Melbarna Energy and Westpac Banking Corporation. Investors also bought into Core Lithium and Fortescue Metals Group. On the ETF front, we saw the most trading in the iShares S&P 500 Index ETF, BetaShares Australian Strong Bear Hedge Fund and the Vanguard Australian Shares Index ETF. On the economic data front next week, the RBA's meeting minutes for February are released on Tuesday, where investors will gain an insight into the RBA's interest rate hike outlook for the coming months. The US FOMC minutes are also out on Thursday, and US Personal Income is out on Saturday next week, with the market expecting an increase by 0.6%. And that's all we have time for today. Have a wonderful weekend and happy investing.